What's up? Oh, you know, same old, same old. <laughs> All right, let's get this podcast started tonight. Howdy, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Paranormal Universe with your homegirl, Denise, and a special guest, my homie, Jeremy. Now, like I already told you all, tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about famous location on, I guess, in the South, right? Yeah, pretty much. Because apparently there's West Virginia and then there's Virginia. And there's the north and the south, so. Yeah. Don't ask me about the logistics. He knows the logistics. I'm not from the south, which is just east to me. But he's from the south, is what he says. So go figure. So we're going to be talking about his personal experiences at this famous battlefield. Now, I'm going to let him do the talking. Y'all know how I am. I'm going to be asking like a gazillion questions and see what he enlightens us. So, take it away, homie. So, my experience is talking about one of the bloodiest battles in the Civil War, which was Gettysburg. Um, My personal little experiences in Gettysburg is actually staying on the battlefields as a Civil War reenactor of course for the South with the guys that I shoot with three times a year Um, it's the Hardaway's Alabama Artillery Um, y'all can look that up it's a good little group But, um, so we stayed at Gettysburg on the battlefield. Like you, you actually like camp out. Yes. Um, when we do our reenactments, which, uh, we haven't done one in a while. Um, but when we did our reenactments, we stayed in, uh, tents, uh, civil war period tents at the time. Um, but when we go do our three times a year shoots, we actually have um, huts that we have built at um, Fort Shenandoah and Winchester. And we go full nine yards, uh, the wool uniform, full pants, the, the boots with the horseshoes on the bottom of them. I mean, when I say we go full nine yards it's a weekend of nothing but sweating and shooting um service rounds which are um blank uh blank rounds no no bullet in them just straight gunpowder um but yeah my one my one well actually my experience up at gettysburg consisted of first night there it was all the guys sitting around the campfire that we had going and off in the distance you heard what sounded like gunfire going off and of course we had other people that were staying there 
across the field from us, but they were within shouting distance. And when I mean shouting distance, I mean maybe 300 yards from us. It sounded like it was on the other side of the area where they said the battle had happened at. And my dad looked over at me and goes, you hear that? And I was like, of course, it sounds like it's gunfire. And we looked off in the distance and you saw flashes. Now, off in the distance where I'm talking about, they actually have um, artillery pieces set up on the hill, which was the north, the where the north was. So as we're looking over there, we're noticing the flashes going off. And my dad looked over at me and he said, you know what that is? And I said, yeah, that's based around where the, the cannon, the cannon. So long story short, we actually, the first night we were there, there was the cannon fire going off and you could clearly hear it. And then. Um, you heard, uh, you actually smelt the gunpowder, which is very odd on unique, um, well, very unique for that little area. And as we were camping out, you know, throughout the night, that's what you would hear. Um, and then at one point in at one point in time, you would hear um, fife and drums, um, which is Civil War period, um, Civil War period drums, and you would hear what sounds like almost like a flute playing throughout the night, and you would hear marching. Um, which, which was actually very, very cool to hear that night, which was amazing. Um, the second night we were there, it it got a little more interesting. Um, we camped in the, we camped in the same area. Um, but this time it was, you smelt the gunpowder and then you've got the odor of, blood and you got the odor of burnt burnt skin um so that was very interesting um even one night or that night when i got up to go use the bathroom i even got to a little section i was like okay this is fine and as I looked up, there was a silhouette of a Confederate soldier, and he walked towards me, and then it was like he vanished. Um, That's what I was going to ask you. Have you actually seen? Yes. Um, that is... 
where we were where we were at um I can't remember the number of how many soldiers ended up dying where we were staying at um but we had many cases where uh, well I did that night uh, many cases where you could um smell the odor of the gunpowder, odor of, you know, iron, and, of course, seeing these spirits that were still hanging, hanging around the battlefield. Um, and what I mean hanging around the battlefield, it was you saw ones that were still acting like they were walking the field. Uh, we saw, I saw a couple that were um, running. The worst, the worst one that I saw that um, actually is, will forever be in my memory is walking um, towards the parking area, looked over and probably about 30 feet from me, looked over on the ground and there was a figure of a soldier. Uh, couldn't, couldn't tell if it was Union, Confederate, um, but actually where a cannon had came a cannonball had came through and pretty much hit him from the waist down um, and all you saw were was exactly that the waist up and you heard the screaming you heard the um, the battle the battle chants that were um, that were being yelled as they were charging into into battle, um, so it was it was very breathtaking, almost surreal, because it was like, "Holy crap! I'm in I'm in the middle of this," and. You know, we reenacted exactly what happened. Um, so, you name it, that's exactly what ended up happening. We were reenacting that whole entire battle, and each night, things things got a little more um, intense. intense because it was like as we were sitting there camping out they got closer and closer to our where we were camping out at at one point I remember waking up and I had a union soldier standing over me with you can clearly see it with his musket drawn 
bayonet on the end of it, acting like he was going in for a stab. As if they were going through and kind of doing like a sweep of the area. Um, that was definitely a surreal moment because that brings into reality that holy cow, that actually happened here. You know, and they didn't when they were there, it was they weren't there to you know, they weren't fighting over you know something that they didn't believe in. You know, North believed in no slavery and that's pretty much what the whole entire war was about and you had there was moments throughout the night that you did I saw Union soldiers that were um, that were black not Confederate but black Union soldiers that were walking the the battlefield and they were going through and doing exactly that. And it's crazy. Um, it was just, it was so surreal and so um, breathtaking to see that. And the final night that we were there, that's when things got really interesting. Um I woke up, what was it? I probably woke up around 2 o'clock in the morning and felt a, to me, I can say a warm sensation on my leg. Well, when I woke up and I looked down, it looked like I had blood on my leg. Now, keep in mind, you know, that to me at the time, I was like, no, there's there's no way that's possible. Took the flashlight I had and um, put it on there. And it looked like I was legitly bleeding. And that is the most surreal and... Scary, let me put it that way, scary thing to even to even think and to even see. Um, that went on for, you know, probably a couple of hours into the, into the morning. And it seemed like they turned around and they didn't want us there. And, of course, it was one of those things where they told us, y'all can stay here, but, you know, you might not be welcomed. And, of course, you know, our guys, a lot of guys that we shoot with or that I shoot with are older, so they were just like, oh, yeah, we don't believe it, you know. So... For me, seeing that firsthand and for me actually 
being part of that, you know, I can definitely say that would I do it again? Oh yeah. In a heartbeat. Uh, because it was indeed great to see great, great to witness, you know, and, and be part of pretty much history. Um, it was indeed something that I will never forget because it was, like I said, it's, it's, it's something you have to be there to feel the presence and to feel the, the heaviness that you would feel at night. Like during the day, it was just like normal. You didn't feel any, any type of almost like heaviness that was coming over the battlefield. Uh, you had people watching, you know, throughout the day, but when it came down to at night, it was a whole different ball game. And, you know, I, I woke up the last morning and I wish I would have taken pictures of it. I actually had, um, hand, a handprint on me on my right shoulder and then around around where we were camping at, all these musket balls that we didn't see during the day, all these musket balls were laying around us. And they had looked like they had been there over time, like somebody just didn't place them out there while we were sleeping. And to see, to see that and to actually see, you know, the, like the indentions on the musket ball where you can see it, obviously it hit something. Um, that was just crazy to see that. And then, you know, I have a couple of them um, that we ended up taking with us. Probably not a good idea, but um, we took a couple of them and, you know, we actually had someone take a look at them to see if they were, you know, if somebody had placed them there or if they were authentic and they came back as being um, authentic and they were indeed there, you know, when the battle actually happened. So it was very, like I said, very overwhelming because first night, you know, it really wasn't anything going on. You know, you, you heard the cannon fire off in the distance. You saw the flashes. Well, then second night got a little more intense. You heard the musket fire closer. You heard the fife and drums playing. You know, you heard the marching, you heard the chants and everything else. And then Sunday night, it was like, boom, they're here. And they fully made their presence known that they were there. And it was just 
like, holy shit, this actually, this is actually happening. This is actually where it was at. And it's just, it's so amazing to see that and, and to be part of that. And, you know, any, any history buff that has seen that or that has been, um, even been near it, they want to go back and they want to, uh, they want to be part of that again. Um, but unfortunately with, everything going on and due to a lot of protests that mm, has gone on, they have actually canceled Gettysburg for, I think, the past two years. And unfortunately, that is a, a shame. I mean, you can go there during the day and and see the Gettysburg Hotel, which is extremely haunted, and they see they have a lot of activity that goes on there. Um, but it's definitely just a very overwhelming and very. I had a, and it's a very positive experience, you know. Yes, was there at times that I was like, mm, I don't know about this. And, you know, yes, there was times that I was like, ooh, I, I just, I don't, I don't think so. You know, I don't, I don't think it's something I'd go back and do. But over time of being there and, and seeing that, oh, yeah, I, I go back in a heartbeat. If, if the opportunity was there just to be able to, you know, definitely go back and reenact it and be part of, you know, like I said, be part of history and be there. you there if you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly that has everything you need at your fingertips that won't set any limits that you can earn money then i would recommend anchor now anchor can be used basically anywhere you could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record and upload. Um, you can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now I use it because like it's user friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need a 
sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in the podcast community. So, um, we, there was some technical difficulties with the episode, but I was talking to, um, Jeremy after, and he did say that Gettysburg College, which is north of the battlefield, is extremely haunted. There is a house Um, located on the battlefield that is also extremely haunted Um, he also stated that um, there are other areas like Gettysburg Inn is haunted um, but you cannot Stay after dark unless you're on an official ghost tour because it's run by the the park services so you know you're you're allowed to visit the park at you know anytime during the day but at night the only way you're going to be able to get access to the park is via um ghost tour don't worry folks there's going to be a part two we're going to discuss more of Gettysburg in detail he um, is going to do a little more research on some of the locations so we could have another episode of Gettysburg so don't trip chocolate chips I got you all covered um and you all will be able to uh, listen to um his side so don't forget to listen to our episodes don't forget to subscribe like and share if you have any questions comments or concerns you can hit us on insta or twitter at paranormal buzzfeed you can hit us on uh, an email at paranormalbuzzfeed at gmail.com Um, You can make sure you listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Public Radio, Google Podcasts, Podcasts, uh, there's one more, Breaker, So, so don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast if you like to be a sponsor and uh, sponsor the channel you're more than welcome to all donations that come in go right back to the channel to get better equipment better mics better this so kind of get get me looking professional because right now i'm recording all my podcasts off of my iphone 
Um, so, but like I said, donations come in. It helps with better equipment, better um, sound, and makes the whole podcast sound more professional. So don't forget to listen, subscribe, and share the podcast. Um, I'm drawing a blank now. Oh, and don't forget to keep it ghosting. Talk to you all later in our next episode. Bye!